Now, joining me on the line right now is uh, Cap Sec- Cap 22 security company uh, owner, Sandra Mattiazzo. Um Sandra, good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Now, Sandra, um, you and I, I know you. You're, uh, you, well, you used to live in Mount Isa many, many years ago um, from a very well-known Indigenous family that I'm also friends with. And we've met uh, throughout our work, I suppose, or throughout my work through Run With Dad. You guys help out and provide the security each year. Um, so I was pretty sort of surprised and upset, I guess, yesterday to hear that there was a situation for you guys that, um, which was a pretty dangerous one by the sounds of things. Yes, there was, and it and it was by chance. It was probably a good thing that we were there. Um, this was at the main tobacconist in Durak. There's a tobacco shop there, and we actually have an ATM, and I had a guard in there who was just playing with the keypad and I don't think the offender even knew that he was in there because it's in the corner and this is when a a young male came in requested about $250 worth of stock and as the lady was putting it together he grabbed it and ran out the door or attempted to run out the door Uh, the female employee yelled out to the guard to you know like grab him he's robbing me Uh, which the guard did like he grabbed hold of him before he got out the door um, wrestled with him a bit, he was head butted, he was spat on and it was just handy that uh, another employee happened to be coming over to the shop. So the female employees locked the door. Yeah. Um, my guard and the other employee, they wrestled with him a bit, they got him to ground. When they got him to ground, he did state that he had a knife and when, you know, like when he was able to, he was going to stab them. Uh, while this was going on, the female employee, she locked the door, she called the police the police said to let him go. And the guard did say, look, we've got him secured, we can hold him here, and they said, no, just let him go, which I understand is protocol, and they did, and I did confirm later that this is in light of the murder stabbing, you know, last week of the young fellow. Yeah, the alleged, yep. But, yes, yeah. yes. Um, but my issue with this is they've let him go. Apparently he's... Um, now, this happened at about lunchtime, so in broad daylight. When they uh, let him go, he's run off, and that's when they realised later that there was actually a second man outside. They just thought he was part of the crowd. Yeah. But they saw him actually handing something. They don't know what they what he handed. But my big issue with this, what I was so yeah. upset about, is an armed offender was let out into the community. And that is a worry. That is, there is no yes. doubt that that's a worry. Yes, because... Um, you know, and, and I understand, you know, like where the police are coming from. Like, yeah. I actually feel sorry for the police because they're running around with their hands tied to their feet. You know, they, it doesn't matter how many of them there are. They, yeah. just, they can't get anything done because of all the political rules and all the protocol and all the rest of it. Yep. Um, now, this is, it, it, it's just totally out of control. I've been in Darwin for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I'm from outback Queensland yep. and actually Kimwell, which is a suburb of Mount Isa. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> we and like I to think so. I was actually raised by my grandmother who was Kalkadoon royalty. Yep. And this lady, um, she even, she died, you know, 20 years ago. Mm. But even then she was horrified by the way that things were going. She just said, like, you know, the, the dignity. She said, my, my black fellows, they're losing their dignity. This is how she used to talk and this yeah. is directly from her. And um, and it's it's just breaking my heart the way that things are going. There's just um, yeah, that yeah, the respect for elders is not there. 
the if I want something, I'm going to take it. If I want to be violent, I will do it. There's and it all comes back to to the elders. Yeah, you know, and um, it's ju- it's really hard at the moment, Sandra. Hey, like it's so. You want your kids to be able to go and do things. You want your grandkids, um, in your case, to be able to go out and do things. And you want to feel like you've got that safety. Yeah, well, I won't even let them catch the bus. It doesn't matter how much it puts everyone out. Mm. Like, it's just not safe. Yeah. You know, even catching a bus home from school, they still have to go to a bus exchange. And, you know, the, the whole thing is, like, there's... And even... There's just nothing out there, like... the. I know that we have services, but I yeah. don't believe that these are the right services or that they're working. Uh, I don't know what's happened to the laws about public nuisance, public drunkenness, loitering with intent. What happened to the two-kilometre rule? Yeah. Well, that's probably gone because there's like 5,000 bottle-o outlets everywhere. Um, and I don't know why are there bottle-o's and pokies in the middle of suburbs. Like, I, it brings crime. You know, but for me, everything is about money. Like, that's all they're looking at. It's all about money. Yeah. Well, we've got it. Like, there's got to be some serious change. There really, really has to be some serious change because the way that we're getting on at the moment is not all right. It's not okay for people to be um, armed and going in and thinking that they can take, you know, whatever they want and threatening that they've got a knife, whether they do or whether they don't, like the incident at BWS overnight. You know, some of those incidents, they did have an edged weapon or a knife. Uh, In one instance, I believe, allegedly even an axe. In others, you know, the knife wasn't seen. But how do you know? And how scary is it then? Yes, well, we didn't actually, you know, my guard didn't actually see a weapon. The man only stated that he had a weapon. However, he did hand something outside. Um... And and you don't know. And for this for this thief, low life, he's now got a ticket to rob. All he's got to say is, "I've got a weapon," and I'm out of here. I'll just go and move on to the next one. Yeah. What if he went up the road and stabbed someone? Then what? You know, it, it, it's yeah, it's yeah. just totally out of control. Like yeah. they they have no fear of prosecution. There is no reaction to any action. Yep. They know that they can do what they want. If yeah. you go around at night, if you drive around late at night, there's there's kids on the street at all hours. Like back in the day, police would pick up kids, take them home. If the parents weren't there, the parents were in trouble. Mm. Now there's none of that. And I guarantee you most of the time the parents aren't there or there's stuff going on at home, you know, that the yeah. kids don't want to be around. That's why they're on the street. Um, but there is nowhere else. Like... Um, I see a lot of services, like I sat in on a meeting a couple of weeks ago at another site that we look after, yeah. and they were talking about replacing all the, um, oh, what do they call them, like the little iPads, you know, yeah, things yep. for kids to play with. And I said, why are you replacing them? And they said, oh, well, you know, they've, they've damaged them all. Well, here's another example. If you damage it, you will earn another one. Not you're going to be given another one, because who pays for that? You well, know, it, that's it's not right. free money. This yep. is, you know, they, oh, we're going to do this, we're mm-hmm. going to give you this for free and that for free. There's How many sobering up shoulders are there? I, I think there's only one which has been moved out to Berrimah. Yeah. one in Nightcliffe. Yeah. And I was talking to the people that were running in that and they said it's just full all the time. But it's got hardly any beds. You know, why is there not a, a self-sustaining farm or something like the kids that are offending yeah. where they can go out in a safe area and be taught things? Not just, you know, because a lot of times they, they throw all the kids in the jail. Yeah. That should only be for the serious violent ones, the, the, the hardcore offenders. 
there should be somewhere else for these kids to learn things. Yep. And and everyone's just afraid, you know, like they, they, they know that things aren't good, that they can't be looked after, but they leave them in that situation. Yeah. And when they put them into, and we've looked after some of these places as well through children and families. Yep. When the kids are violent, but... They've got the wrong people in these places. They're worrying about degrees. How about people with a bit of life skills and a bit of care? You know, and people there have said to me, we do this because the money's good. You're dealing with people, so these kids have learned nothing. Yeah, well, and you've got to make sure you've got the, you know, you've got to make sure you, you've got the right people, but we've got to make sure we've got the right programs and stuff in place as well. Sandra, exactly. I'm, I'm really sorry. We are going to have to no, leave it there. Yeah. I really appreciate you having a chat with me today, and, um, and yeah, I, I appreciate it. And please keep in contact. Let us know how things are going. No, I will. Yeah, no thank, thank you. you, Sandra. Much, very much okay. appreciated. Good on you.